Welcome to Fragrophilia, everyone. This is Jeff. This is Jane. And we are wishing you a Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays or something like that. We are days away. Yes. Jeff just had his birthday two days ago, too. Yeah. Your birthday is coming up yeah, in a few Saturday. days. And then we have the big JC's birthday. <laughs> and then we have New Year's. So we it's a great time for resting and, and reflection and... As pumped as I am to go into all the stuff we're going to talk about today, I'm kind of checked out already. Oh, yeah. Like, I fully am already living in 2024. Yeah. Like, this year's over. It's got Great to get moving. Up. Yeah, but look, thinking about this year and how much fun we've had on this podcast, all the things that we've smelled, you know, year in review, looking at some of the best releases, new perfumes of 2023, what's on your list? Well, uh, first off, I really, really liked Dale Girard's Discernment Musk. Mm. Dale Girard, small, independent luxury label. Um, we first came across them at Conservatory here in Dallas, thanks to Shasa. Shout out. Um, we have, I guess there's three core fragrances, and he's done different editions of them. We, we bought... The parfum version, and then he, this year he released musk versions of each one. And discernment is my kind of scent. That is one of my favorite scents of all time. I love it. I wear it all the time. I wore it a lot this week, but we'll get to that. Yeah, it's like a more peppery, ambery um, sycamore by, by Chanel. Chanel. It has similar vibes to that. I don't want to say that they're that similar. Um, and I, I do want to say the Dale Gerard. The way that the three lines in the brand are divided is a little bit confusing to me. Yes. Um, so we'll post the bottle of Dale Girard Discernment so you know which one to get. The, his website is a little bit hard to navigate. But this one is stunning. And it's just one that like I'm never not in the mood to wear it. And those kind of fragrances are so invaluable to me lately. I think with like a lot of sensory overwhelm, sometimes I just want something like a... Del Gerard Musk. Yeah, it just feels very classic and it's very scratchy and I don't know, has these kind of like real musky, white musk type of almost. I, I don't know. You know, the vetiver is so strong in it. It's just a really gorgeous, aromatic, woody, musky scent. Um, There's Clean Girl. It could be the Clean Boy fragrance. Clean Dude. Yeah. Clean Dude. <laughs> I like Clean Boy. Yeah. I mean, that could go other ways, too. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Well, clean dudes or clean boys. What What are um, some of the other ones that you liked? Obviously, Gloam. Yes. By Aesop. And I really, I came around on that one as well. You yeah. wear it quite a bit. I've repped it really hard on this podcast. It's a, it's a grower. <laughs> 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 yeah um again a weird little musty white floral with some cumin and really interesting woodsy notes it smells kind of waxy to me it reminds me a little bit of art materials it's got so much character you know uh last week i i painted these two cats that were smoking and they're wearing victorian collars and they're walking their respective uh, pets which were a swan and a bunny and i felt like these guys are so glow like to me that's such just the vibe of the fragrance yeah 
funny little anecdote on that when you posted the, uh, that that painting on Instagram someone in the comments put no smoking and I thought like I didn't I didn't even dawn on me <laughs> even though it's written in big letters on the painting that uh it says no smoking I thought somebody was like no don't put smoking animals in your paintings or something <laughs> that would happen on the internet <laughs> yeah again that was one that really grew on me because, like I said, you were wearing it quite a bit, especially when you're painting. But it, it leaves this, this sillage, this trail throughout the house. And I almost love that more than the direct wear of it. Mm -hmm. I just love the ambiance of it. Of it. it just kind of follows you around a little bit. I don't know. It's a really gorgeous. It's also a little hippie-ish, but at the same time, kind of like chic spa. It's so quirky, so quirky. Yeah, it's a really great, great release. It's definitely, this year. like if I was scenting the year of twenty twenty three for me, it would be one of my most worn. I think another one of your most worn would be Ethereal Wave by Lise. Yes, man, this one's really good. Uh, you know, it's honestly one that I never would have picked for myself. They sent us a bottle, which was so kind of them, and I've put like this massive dent in it. Yeah, you just have because it's the kind of thing where you know waking up so early with a baby 6 a.m you know sometimes i'm staring a lot of long hours ahead i mean i know you are too but um you're looking for some like something appropriate to wear for that situation ethereal wave every time yeah it's a happy scent it's, it's, happy. A, it's an awakening it kind wears of peaceful. well yeah yeah and it's it's not overly complicated it's a very lemony tea fragrance with clean woods and white musk nothing earth shattering just super fucking nice yeah another on the opposite end of the spectrum but one that we both really loved that's a bit more loud a bit more ump to it but equally as beautiful and equally as i don't know uh, invigorating to me is rosarine by decita oh man yeah yeah it's got an insane note pyramid it does I was I put it on earlier today because I was thinking about using it in the game and I was like, no, Jeff's going to recognize this. And also it's just like kind of overwhelming for the game, you know, where we have problems where we spray something and it, yeah. it overpowers everything else in the game. Rosarine is it's a very strong scent. And actually, I had to take a shower before we did this podcast so that we could smell stuff because Rosarine was everywhere. Um, but that's a gorgeous, juicy rose with all of that like chocolate in the base, the chocolate was was jumping out tonight. Yeah, and it has kind of like a nuttiness to it, and and then it has the, the like patchouli mm -hmm. and some of the sandalwood and some of the scratchier, woodier sides to it. It's a really crazy layered, juicy, sweet, woody scent. I don't. It's got slight baccarat vibes, I, I, especially up top. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But also what it was reminding me of tonight when I smelled it is another favorite perfume that I don't have a full bottle of yet. And I really need to get Explicite yeah. by Ex Nihilo. It's kind of like the nutmeg and sandalwood there. Something about it was reminding me of Rosarine. That is a forever wantless Jane fragrance. I don't like, I've You've been, I've been about saying I've, wanted, like I've been wanting years. it for three years. <laughs> um, the thing some... is, it's like, it's great. I don't feel like Explicite is always that wearable. But I get I get so many compliments every time I wear it's, it out. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a compliment getter. It really is. I love it. I think it's a great scent. But I, it is also one of those scents that I I don't know. It, it isn't one that you and I, or you specifically, since we're talking about your want list in this regard, is you're gonna rush out and go get it. Yeah, I don't it think feels, it fits my personality. 
more like a Barbie girl. Well, or somebody very glam. Yeah, I feel. And I'm like more glam than glam. You're let's more, be honest. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's mark this down for the title trademark. Okay. <laughs> let's contact Aesop and let him know how we how do it here. <laughs> more glam than glam. Um, <laughs> it, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the the other ones that really stood out. These type of things are always rough for me because neither one of us are people that are release hounds you know we're not like checking we always look at for grantica and things like that but it's like oh gotta go rush out and test this and get our thoughts down on the latest and newest yeah and... we definitely text each other articles from for grantica every day yeah but it's um if we lived in new york we'd also be way more well-versed i we think don't. you're probably yeah yeah you're probably correct there but um i think people have heard me talk about animal leak quite a bit and uh, I've had a kind of a hard fall with that this week. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I am scratching that from my Byredo release list of best of 2023. What went wrong for you? It has, we, I, I picked up a sample recently mm-hmm. when we bought Chaco Mascarpone Cano. Life-changing. That love that. That's a winner for me. Put that on this best love list. Yeah. Um, but maybe more on that later it has that same synthetic vanilla or musk that vanilla powder uses and a couple other a lot of fragrances use it but vanilla powder dials it up to like a thousand and i think that you loving vanilla powder and wearing it so much and me not loving it so much kind of burned me on that smell and i need like a break I need a break from that, whatever that synthetic is. I'm going to find out what it is, even though I don't like it at all right now. And I detected it in Animal Leak, like way down in the dry down, about two hours after putting it on. And it, then I just, I, I can't wear it now. Before that, I was loving it because it is kind of a cozy suede, comfy scent. Yeah. Vanilla powder by Matier Premier is such a scarring experience for you. There's something in that synthetic. Yeah, it drives me crazy because I love, I love Matier Premier, and I I love most of his scents. So it's it's kind of, I don't know. Sometimes you just you know you have one you don't like. Well, I I hope that you won't divorce me if I put vanilla powder on one of my favorites for. 2023 releases no i think i think you should because you genuinely do like it and i do like the fact that uh here's the other thing that i like is that it was a gift and they were kind enough to send it to us we're split on it they were fine with that they understood that they weren't pressuring us or they didn't care one way or the other if we posted or anything um but it's those kind of scents that get the most conversations we've received a lot of comments on it people have dm'd us and it's just People have their own thoughts. They go back and forth. It seems like it's split down the middle. And that's an exciting thing to me. Rather than some passively, mm-hmm. oh, this is an okay fragrance or this is pretty good. It's like at least this has a, it, it, it creates some kind of thought or, or conversation. And I think that's cool. So, Yeah, I think we're definitely in an era of like seeing seeing what those synthetics do, you know? There have been a lot of scents this year that kind of... um dial dial the Embrox and, and things like that up in ways that I don't think like you've seen before. I've never smelled anything like vanilla powder before. No. 
it's like a dis- like a very artful version of Ariana Grande Cloud. Yes, yeah. I mean, you can tell it's a, a much more trained and well, I don't want to say trained because I'm sure the person that worked on Cloud yeah. was amazing, but um, it, it it's more refined, more refined, more geared towards the luxury market. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think also with synthetics, which I mean, obviously, the, the you know, this isn't a statement on synthetics. I love fragrances. You, know, you have to use synthetics, um, but I think because they're affordable and now we're getting more creative lower end or lower price fragrances like the like the target line that came out and there's a few like mid-tier fragrances that can kind of dial up a lot of the synthetics and maybe they're a little bit rough shot with them Mm -hmm. to where once you get to that dry down that's all you smell Mm -hmm. and it's they end up all kind of smelling the same it's kind of like a very stripped down version of Baccarat or, you know, even cloud. I mean, some of these, and I, I smell that a lot when I'm like at target or if I'm at the mall or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, today we were at the grocery store and we caught the downwind of somebody um, who was wearing like this amazing, like honey tobacco fragrance. And we we're like trying to find it. It smelled so I good. I think it was, did you see the, the, the mother and her son, the son looked probably like he was about 15 or 16. Uh-huh. I think it was him. And I was like, wow, I'm impressed because, you know, it wasn't like. I wish I had a Pokedex for fragrances. Yeah. Is that a Pokedex? Is that like a. <laughs> age difference showing here. I don't know what a fucking Pokedex is. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm assuming it has something to do with Pokemon. But... <laughs> is it like a Shazam for scents? Yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. <laughs> Um, but I don't know, you, you could sit there and ramble and, and I don't want to, anytime you talk synthetics, it always brings up that kind of like, then you have to say the disclaimer that, oh, there's nothing wrong with synthetics because the, the clean beauty market kind of, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I don't want to always have to say that about synthetics, but there is a, you know, there are perfumes that go overly synthetic and it's like, eh, it doesn't smell blended or crafted. I'm not saying that's vanilla powder. It's just. All the ones that are out there that are like that. No, I mean, there's, trigger it for there's me. facets of vanilla powder that deploy like chemical warfare, clearly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I washed that sweatshirt on the bed. Yeah. That has, and I think that you were saying today, you're like, I smell vanilla powder in here. Like, <laughs> I was hiding it. And I literally think it was on that sweatshirt that I put through the wash. Been a wild ride. I, like, <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to somebody else since I can't even wash my clothes after wearing it. No, no, I think it's a, I think I like having, I, here's the crazy thing. And you know, this is true because mm-hmm. this has happened many times over the years. Two years from now, I'm going to put on vanilla powder after I've had like a long oh, period. Oh, yeah, you will. And then I'm going to love it. And yeah. then it's going to be like, man, I'm in vanilla powder all of a sudden. That's and totally going to happen. Yeah. So uh, that's the countdown to this moment. Yeah. So bookmark it, everyone. This uh, <laughs> when I eat crow, because that's what's going to ultimately happen. It always happens. Yeah. I mean, how long have I been? I, I think even at the beginning of our podcast, it was that recent that I was saying, ah, rose scents. Now I can't get enough of rose scents. Yeah. So. Um, what are some? So anyway, Byredo. I'm going with Rouge uh, Chaotique. You're crazy. I love it. You know, I don't know if that's one for me. Yeah. But, you know, I like that they went there. It's so... 
Rouge Chaotique is a fitting name. You can tell they're cramming a lot in there. It's sweet. It's how how do you feel about the oud in there? It's strong but not funky. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's an easy play at oud. I feel like it smells like a Byredo fragrance to me. Yeah, no, and, it's uh, it's it's super well done. But I feel like they're doing a bit of power clashing on the notes. Yeah. Um, in a way that's like I enjoy every time I've smelled Rouge Chaotique, I really enjoy it. I don't know if it's something I'd want to wear, but I appreciate the artfulness of it. And honestly, like with if you had the right personality for Rouge Chaotique, it'd be amazing. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's, that's me. I, yeah, it, the times that I've worn it, and I've worn it about four or five times now, it gets better as it ages. And it really does have that Byredo signature where you have those kind of like fruity notes that are a little bit leathery. That Byredo plum. That Byredo plum. I don't think it's plum in it, but it's something stone fruity. And, um, and it gets a little leathery, and you get the little bit of oud. It's not a funky oud by any means, and it's a little sweet at times, but I don't know, it wears really well, and it's become one of my... I would not get that above Rain de Nuit, but I might get that over Casablanca Lily. That's where it's fitting in the... Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm a yeah. little over Casablanca Lily. Uh, confession. Yeah, here we go. Confession. We are kind of falling in love with Vinny Antique by Byredo, which we were major haters on at yeah. first. Yeah, because it seems so boring. But then yeah. that's only when you just like smell it in quick flashes, like spray it on a card and smell mm-hmm. it. And it's like, eh, whatever. You wear it. It's like this delicious it, crackly caramel vanilla. Yeah, with a little bit of smokiness, but not too and, much. And like a touch of like floral vanilla like there's yeah. a part of it that goes a little bit floral in this way it's just kind of whimsical and i think i said when all of that rush of like earthy darker vanillas that came mm-hmm. out at the end of this year or the second half of this year what they were trying to accomplish by going far from gourmandy sweeter or more common uses of vanilla by tapping into kind of the darker mercury mercury uh murkier or earthier sides of it i think they all mostly missed but i think vanilla antique actually does it right it was good yeah i think we've worn it twice in the last week mm-hmm. and it's we're just like huffing it yeah and yeah. we smelled it in the store too sometimes like things can smell different different places still great experience it's actually it may just be a fling. We'll see. Yeah. We'll report back. Uh, big year for Marissa. Yes. Which, you know, we're, we're stands. Yeah. Who deserves it more? Also, congratulations to Marissa on the launch of her new line with, with universal flowering. Yeah. And it, what is It's called Gunamuna, correct? Yeah. It's something like that. I think it's Gunamuna. <laughs> or maybe it's Gunamina. Yeah, I mean, we should probably look into that before we start talking yeah, sorry, about it. But just hey, talking out my ass here. You but know, it's launched. It's launched. There's two of them. Yeah, and they are offering samples now. At first, they weren't offering samples, but I believe Lucky Scent is facilitating samples. Already so. sold out. I went to go get Aww. some actually. And I, I should have known you'd be on this, honey. Um, 
We'll get it eventually. Yeah, and you should. I mean, not some. When I looked at it, I when I went there, I expected because I waited like a day after I learned that Lucky Scent was going to have samples. Um, and I was like, "There's no way it's going to be still in stock." And there was no stock in samples. No big surprise. They look great. the The notes look great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have them in front of me, but yeah, I know one's like a rhubarb soda scent. Ooh. Oh, grapefruit soda. Sorry, Those crazy gals. Crazy. I like it. Yeah, the bottles are awesome. I know. I know. There's swans. There's a black swan and a white swan, and I just started painting swans recently. And, you know, they were posting photos from the Sign, release party. It looks so fun. I would love to I go know. to something like that. I'm happy for them. It's going to be a big success. Not a big surprise. Yeah. So, yeah. but tragedy and Maggie and the cat, Maggie the cat, were released. Two new Marissa releases. I've been wearing tragedy actually a lot in the last week. I mentioned it on the last episode. Absolutely gorgeous, heady, beautiful, uh, narcotic tuberose fragrance that, that I, projects. Yeah, and it's. I feel like like there's something like clovey in there, like maybe like clove cigarette. It's kind of smoky. Absolutely beautiful. You know, it's just. It does what tuberose does best, and there's a few weird, surprising things in there. And then Maggie the cat, her Elizabeth Taylor inspired fragrance. You wore the hell sorry, out not of that. not Elizabeth Taylor. It's inspired by her role in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Gorgeous, and there's nothing. There's been nothing like that that's out this year. No, and everything she does is so unique. I love what I like that one a lot. Maggie the cat. Yeah, I really like that oh, one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's. I think it's, it's very. Like the, the, this is what everyone I've talked to about Maggie the cat says. Everyone's like, when you catch it twenty four hours later, that's when it's like most gorgeous. When you forgot you've even put it on, and you like wake up in the morning and you smell it on your clothes. It's just the best. Just like Liz would want it. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to think of like Heaven Can Wait. It's another one where we were kind of like. By Frederick Mall, we were kind of cool on, and then I think the first we, time we sm- smelled it, we were so nose blind. Yeah, and then I just didn't really care that much. But then we received a sample, and we've worn it and as passing through uh, Neiman's a few times, and yeah, I like it. You wore I, it, I think. I recently. played it in the yeah. game last week. Yeah, it's just I like it's it. It's really fucking good. It's really good. It's that um spicy iris oris is there like cinnamon in there i feel like it's got a bit of that red hot spring. yeah yeah it's it, yeah it has some, some which there's i there. feel like there's been a lot in that genre kind of like eyes closed by byredo kind of went there but didn't really didn't fulfill the vision i feel like heaven can wait is everything that eyes closed wanted to be and 20 times more yeah i think when you what's the one that you love from Byredo, that's discontinued. Seven Veils. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like I, I feel I've always felt like Eyes Closed is wishing it could just, you know, just bring Seven Veils back. People it's go so, insane. Yeah. Ugh. But I will just say, write them emails every day next year. That and Baudelaire. Baudelaire. And then I won't be allowed in their stores anymore. <laughs> Um, oh, I know another one that was really, uh, that you really liked, uh, Viola and Nere by Mayo Fushimi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I haven't smelled that in a while, like over a month, maybe we should. I be. almost put that in the game tonight, but. Oh, man, that would have been didn't. good. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 moving into kind of not just releases, but kind of discoveries for us. Mm-hmm. Because 
we're always picking up on, like anybody else as an enthusiast, throughout the year we're picking up on things that may not be new this year, but are new to us. And uh, obviously Baby Cat being probably the biggest. But Mayo's The Line, was after hearing about it for the last year or two, we finally had a chance to kind of experience them. And wow, I really... I think it also hit at the perfect time because we were starting to explore more Italian houses and that um that definitely has kind of they they have a way. And I just I love Mayo Fusciani since. I really do. There's quite a few I love, but Violi, the newest one. Wow. It's yeah. it's total Jane scent, by the way. Violi Nere is a weird little violet incense fragrance and it's absolutely gorgeous it's very gothic like i think if you're you're in a mood and you want to you know just be in your feelings maybe make some very weird dark art violinary is for you yeah it it, kind of need it to me it's in that kind of romanza it doesn't smell anything like a romanza but it's kind of that tricky floral where it kind of goes in places that isn't a traditional, like, comfortable floral. Yes. It goes a little challenging. And, um, but in a, a very evocative, beautiful way to where you're just, it, there's, there's a kind of a, it's kind of like a bitter, spoiled, turned flower, mm-hmm. but also very, earthy and I don't know it's I feel like the palette of incense there's so much to discover there and it's such a a very intense sensory experience that it can be hard to parse out all of the different facets of incense and I feel like that kind of strange milky herbalness of violet Mm. um can pull out and highlight certain aspects of the incense that maybe you wouldn't otherwise be able to experience as acutely. So I think if you're a true incense lover, as Jeff and I are, it's a unique experience of incense. Yeah, it really is. It's when I've tried it, I didn't love it at first, but later in the wear, it's really gorgeous. But I love it most when you wear it. Because it's just, it's again, kind of like a gloam. It's one of those that I love being in the path of it. Mm-hmm. That's when it really shines to me. So it's, you know, and again, it's very fortunate that we're both interested in these things. Yeah. Because <laughs> we get to benefit from each other on them. And this is a perfect example of that. I think um, also Violinary has the same kind of little Wednesday Adams vibes of that gloam does for me. Yeah. They don't smell similar, but they feel a bit similar. Another new release from this year that I do want to mention that I haven't spent a lot of time with, but I was really kind of like bowled over with. It's not my type of scent, but I was so amazed at how photorealistic it was in terms of what it was trying to accomplish was a Delta Venus by Eris Parfums. Ah, yes. The Guava Goddess. The Guava Goddess, yes. But it it really, I remember spraying it because I sprayed it on my upper arm. At that point, we had like four things we had already tested. Uh, same day, we were at Scent Bar in New York City. And we sprayed it on my arm right before we left. After you had already purchased your uh, Ducita. And it just kind of stayed with me 
for several hours where it was just every now and then you would get that citrus kind of dank, earthy, sweet, humid kind of guava. I it was it's yeah, again, I don't know if I would ever wear it, but man, that's one that I would like to just almost have like a decant of that I could just spray every now and then and smell and just be like, mm, Yeah, I think nice. we definitely actually need to get a sample of it. To me, it was very like if you were going on a vacation where you wore a bikini the whole time. Yeah. Be the best fragrance I mean, the summer, maybe, you know, I always want to like, especially like Aeros Parfums, I, I love having a full bottle of some, you know, anyone that I truly love from that line because she's a... You know, she's a true passionate supporting player. the arts. Yeah, she's an artist herself. But that is, yeah, that that's one I think is definitely notable from this year. And another one that I think is notable from this year is Omandu by L'Objet. So I didn't realize that was a new release from this year. It was they, yeah, they released fragrances this year. Um, of course, last episode I recommended that candle for uh, a Christmas gift, which you pointed out. The sex candle. Wisely. <laughs> that is the, uh, you know, has a giant 69 on and, you know, kind of smeared lipstick in a mirror on the other side of it's the candle. provocative. A little provocative, probably for a Christmas gift. You don't, you know, don't give that to your boss, but uh, unless this is love actually or something. But um, <laughs> it, uh, the, the fragrance smells identical to the candle. Yeah, and... I can't remember the note list. Was there coffee in there? It was something gourmand. It's cognac. It's um, jeez, mm. yeah. It, it's it's patchouli, cognac, lipstick. It's all that kind of stuff. Like a um, it's a sweet liqueur. Like when a date goes really, really well. Type yeah, of it's a it's a very almost hedonistic, but rich hedonist you know it's kind of like late 60s uh royals so i have a, i have a memory of wearing this fragrance mm-hmm. i wore omanju you wore it in new york when we were yeah our first night in new york when i was like crying because I, I was away from henry for the first time and it was really overwhelming for me but i pulled it together and we went out to dinner that really nice place what did you where was it i can't remember it was in it was soho magical and that was a beautiful restaurant it was so fun to it eat, like and we a had a dream. great time. Yeah, I can't believe I can't remember. The we name saw all of kinds it. of like great tables of people. Yeah, it was the best people, people watching. Yeah, we it was, just it sat was, there like it was nice. in awe because we'd been basically like trapped with a baby for. <laughs> yeah, seven it was nice to be in. that. It was like our first time in society in a long time. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I, I have special memories of that scent from this year. Yeah, I think that's I I would I love that candle so much. I do kind of want that fragrance just to have um because it's nice to wear it. The fragrance the candle, sorry, the candle is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I need to I need to bring that up, bust that out again. It hasn't been in the rotation. <laughs> well, don't for put a it on with our babysitters right here. <laughs> yeah, the wrong well. message. <laughs> <laughs> We already have the uh, the portals perfume. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. We we have the portals perfume. It's on my desk, and you when you walk through the house, kind of like the tray. When you walk, you're always walking by the tray, but you're also walking by the show, uh, this uh, ca- console that I have in my in my office. And the babysitters have to walk that way to hang out with Henry in his little playpen, and we just have the portals head 
<laughs> sitting his, right there. Big eyelashes. And, the, and, uh, and I didn't really think about it, but we have a new babysitter who is wonderful for some days. And she walked in and I caught her as she was walking through for the first time. And she just like looked at it and you could tell it was like, what the hell is She's that? Like, Why do you guys collect <laughs> weird, scary dolls? Wow, this guy's really into boys. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I won't do Omandu why why <laughs> the babysitters are here. Uh, that's it of new releases that I can think of. I can't really think of. I mean, I'm sure there's there's you know a thousand released every year. So we're only oh, oh my god, hmm. we're forgetting the ultimate. <gasps> oh yes. Kudos to me, by the way. Um, but. Best. Best husband ever. And this is a late edition of the year. Yeah, this is like coming in the last minute. Jeff got me Lastray, which Don't is... Don't pronounce it wrong. <laughs> oh, I got some shit for it. You guys, like, you, please just understand, I I don't care how badly I mispronounce things. Anyway, Lastray by Legalian Perfumes. This has been on my want list because... Credits to Fragrantica. Their writers have been hyping this fragrance up, putting it on their best of list, trying to get the good word out. Lastre is a, a modern reinterpretation of the brand's formula that they made for Ava Gardner to wear as her personal fragrance back in the 1950s. Because she was a Sordalage. Sordalage? She was the ambassador yeah. of their popular fragrance, Sordalage, but she had asked the perfumer, whose name I can't remember right now, but he made Misty Or perfume. He was a oh, super really? classic perfumer. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can't remember his name right now, but she asked she him. She asked Isaac. He did a great video. I know. Yeah, on... I love how he knows all of his, his classic yeah. shit. Um, so she had asked him to make her a custom perfume and Ava Gardner's estate worked with the brand and they got Rodrigo Flores Rue to do the reformulation. Oh my God. Lastre is my favorite perfume of the year. I can say that really confidently. I know it's coming in at the last minute. I promise you, I really mean it. It's gorgeous. You made me so happy with this. Thank you, honey. I mean, when you think of like perfumers now, you know, Dominique Gropion is in a class in itself, but Rodrigo's kind of there too, especially when it comes to florals. Top dog, yeah. I mean... Top dog and white florals. He's made some of our most favorite scents in perfumes. I mean, certainly with Lark, uh, with Arquise, and just overall, this is truly a masterpiece. I love mm -hmm. it. I love you wearing it. We got so lucky because we had no idea. No one carries it in the States. So we, I went to order it and I, it wouldn't process I've the payment. I've been trying to order it all year. Like I kind of knew like we couldn't get it here. I'd looked into it and it seemed really complicated. So I'm like, oh, you know, it'll happen how it's meant to happen because they are carried here at Neiman Marcus. Yeah, they're, they're carried at like Bergdorf's and Neiman's, which is of course the same company. I think Saks, there, there's a couple of places that there, you can get Legalian fragrance, just not that one. Mm -hmm. And so I went to order it and I was having all kinds of difficulties because it would let me get to the point of adding the ship address and then it would just like fail on me. So I wrote them and I was like, hey, um, you know, I can't do this. And they were like, oh, you know, check it the next day. And then all of a sudden they had international shipping. So that was exciting. And uh, it came very quickly. Beautiful bottle. Love that bottle. 
Mm-hmm. Wow, what an amazing that yeah that is of all the things released this year, I think yeah it's probably my favorite too. I mean I love really? discernment Musk. I mean that is a a beauty. Um, but yeah, I mean sentimentally speaking, it's like I was able to get you the fragrance. There's Ava Gardner references. Rodrigo, (laughs) it's, I mean, there's so many reasons why, sentimentally speaking, that would be my favorite. And, um, I mean, Gloam's pretty good, too, because, you know, we're not Gloam. Or we're not Glam, we're Gloam. (laughs) (laughs) So, La Estrella has this kind of vintage-y opening where it's very, like, an aldehydic bouquet of white florals. There's lots of amber there. It feels old school. It feels very elegant. But in the dry down, it becomes so warm and sensual. There's like ginger and cardamom, and I feel like that really heats it up. Uh, there's jasmine and tuberose. What else is there? I feel like there's a lot of mimosa as well. There's also a very vintage ilang ilang accord. But to me, also, as it dries down, the vanilla is very, very intense on yeah. it. It's a very sweet vanilla. Which is, it's so nostalgic to me because maybe people out here will, will remember this scent, Creme Bouquet by Styla Cosmetics. It's, it's a discontinued <laughs> scent. It was like yeah, they'll a, put like a link in the show notes <laughs> yeah. for this. No one's heard of that. <laughs> no, no, the people know. It's, um, it's, it was their like lilac vanilla scent. So like really strong vanilla powdery florals are very nostalgic to me. And they also feel like a part of who I am. Like, you know, as I was, Coming of age as a woman, that's a fragrance that I wore a lot. So having Lustre is like, it's the grown-up version of that. It's so good. Also, when I wore it out for the first day, we were at Margiela, and I had to write it down for one of the salespeople there. She's like, yeah. what are you wearing? She's like, I hope this isn't rude. Can I ask what that is? I'm like, my husband gave it to me last night. It's no. the best present. He's amazing, I think I heard her say. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was implied. <laughs> I do want to say that uh, for my birthday, you bought me Mellow Yellow by Astrophil and Stella, which I, it has been top on my want list all year. Love it. Um, there are some similarities. It's really interesting because... A little bit. Uh, Mellow Yellow is such a like nostalgic stoner scent to me because it smells like <laughs> Nog Champa and uh, candy and incense and it's just it, it's such a great great fragrance to me but it's, it's so much more casual and easygoing than Lustre is is that's a that's a big time real deal perfume that's a perfume perfume and yeah. uh I I hope it gets um, like you were saying. It's great that Fragrantica wrote so many articles about it and really championed it. I've I've seen it show up on a couple of their best of lists of the year. I think it's been in like six or seven articles. It is so year. good. It's really it needs more attention, and it probably would get more if it was available here in the states. And and so hopefully people will will get samples because it is really an amazing fragrance. I can think of a lot of people that really like it. So. I have had an existential perfume crisis recently. Speak on it, honey. I think that it's changing the way that I may want to experience and pursue this interest and hobby and passion of mine moving forward, at least for for the moment. Of course, this could all change, you know, two weeks from now or tomorrow. But 
we've had kind of a string of fragrances that have come into our realm that we've tried on and they've become these really experiential moving just kind of sensory deals for me i don't i mean by obviously i'm not a very eloquent person but it's just it it, it I'll, I'll start i guess most currently and go backwards but this week I wore, uh, I, I managed to get a sample of Fauna by Régime de Fleur, which is uh, kind of a limited release. It was released originally, I think, in like 2014. I don't know if it was part of the original collection. Oh, but really? It has, it, I had no yeah. idea. But it has two kinds of natural ouds in it and some castorium. And so I imagine it's just like cost prohibitive to, you have the, you know, kind of like oud and fini, and I'll get to that. Where it's the naturals become too cost too costly. You, you, not only are they rare and hard to get, but then they become too much, and you can't sell. You know what are you going to sell it for? You know six hundred dollars or something. No one's going to buy it. Uh, Regime de Flores did a limited run of an extrait version of uh, Fauna, and I, it just has this incredible note pyramid. Two kinds of natural ouds. It has uh, leather cords. It has castorium. It's just Sounds like something I'd be very interested. I love her little uh, bottles, the limited edition bottles. Uh, it's only eight ml, and it's straight. And I was eight? Like, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So I ended up getting a sample, and just I just it moved me. It moved me on a spiritual, emotional level. It's rich it's nutty it's the ouds are kind of stanky and it, they just hit you in a way and the leather cores are beautiful the 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 animalic notes are it's just such a gorgeous experience and it's a tiny little sample you know so it's like i, I dab a little bit on my wrist dab a little bit on my neck and it lasts for hours, and it's so amazing. And so I wore it like three days in a row and just was just entranced by it. And then I thought, okay, I got to put this away. I got to give it a week and before I smell it again because I got to know if I really feel this strongly about it. But it's that kind of experience. It's just like, wow, that's amazing. Then you always talk about my good luck getting samples. You got an enormous sample of Incense Rory, the guitar by Homage. And I don't know if that's my go-to type of scent from, for an guitar, but I wore it the other night just kind of curious. You got like two mil of it. And, um, and man. It's, an it's unbelievable. unbelievably good. Unbelievably. Oh. And it's just kind of, it, it just lived with me. It became a part of me, and I became a part of it. And it just, I don't want to get all trippy about it, but it, it just, it felt <laughs> trippy. It felt, it was so smoky and so fiery, so burnt wood, which is something I would never want. But I just couldn't get enough of it. It just, it kept hitting me in ways that was like, and I'll put it, I mentioned this to you the other day, whereas you always hear about people talk about like sushi as this being this kind of like body high kind of feeling. Like when you get really like good expensive sushi or something, like that, it can create like this body high. And that's kind of how it was. And we've talked about it before with like strange love. Um, 
Ducita's Oud and Fini earlier this year. Just mm-hmm. and I wore it the other day. It, it's it's so complex and it's well now gone. It's no longer in production because of like fauna. I'm guessing, and I really I I think I will write them to see if if that's the case. But it's um it's making me think about there's a lot of perfumes I like and there's a lot of perfumes that we've bought that I like and I love, but the money I spent on those, would it be better to just get a decant of those and apply the money to something like this or like a strange love or something like this? Because those are truly like, to me, that's what it's about for me. Those kind of, you put something on and it transports you and moves you in a way that's just like, this isn't just something that smells great. No, I had a good time wearing this today. It was fun and we can talk about it a little bit, but it's like, those were truly spiritual to me. You know, I totally get what you're saying. And I, I agree with you. I think that those are fragrances that maybe not all of them, but at least one of them I want to add to our collection. And I think it takes both. Like you're not going to be in the mood to wear something like incense Rory every day, obviously. But, um, I, I completely agree that we've really learned what the body high aspect of fragrance mm-hmm. appreciation has been. And it's fun. It's fun. I remember after we had done a podcast and we were just kind of messing around with samples we had out and I put on um, Lost in Flowers by Strange Love. Mm-hmm. And like I, I tweeted about it. I'm like, this makes me feel like I'm on drugs. Like it really, it really does. The smell is so intense to experience. There's something way more going on that's way more than like, oh, this smells good. There's yeah. some, something happening. That kind of just that the, the natural aspect of that oud with all of those jasmine and those kind of just like night bloom florals just smashing into each other. That's just, you can't. I don't know. It's just. I I also want to. Sorry to interrupt. No. I want to note that you wore Fauna out to go like do some errands and you came back and you're like, I got three compliments. Yeah, three compliments. That rarely happens. Never happens. Ever. And that was a fragrance that you were wearing out for the first time. You put on a moderate amount of it. So it's like, it's clearly not just not just us who are experiencing these fragrances in a different way. You never come back from a place and like, I got three compliments yeah. on my fragrance. That was crazy to me. Yeah, it really it really was just, I, it, it was interesting because we are big champions of Celine. And uh, we love the the full line of Celine. And we're looking forward to doing a full Fragger Files on yeah, it. We, we, you know, we were practicing for that earlier this week. Recently, they finally created a discovery set. We ordered it right away. It was received. We, so as this day, I, I'm wearing Fauna. And then a little later in the day, I try on Incense Rory. And I've just lived in that kind of world for a couple of days. And then we go through Celine, and it's like, I felt a little bit like, I shouldn't be smelling Celine's right now. I've been in a whole other realm. Yeah. If it, it, it peak realm, you know, it's like peak experience. Peak experiences and then it's like you're bringing me down to kind of like this this Which for Celine is saying something that's a good fucking Yeah, cuz we line. are we love Celine fragrances. Yeah. But the other one I will say is uh Oya, Oria, Oya. 
um, by Roberto Greco. It's no longer in production. It, they only did 500 of them. We managed to get a decant thanks to someone I won't mention because I don't want them to be bothered about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but thank you. Shout out. Uh, sent us a sample of it. And that was, again, that was another one. And it was, it, it's just... And I bring it up because he has the new one. I can't think of the name of it right now that just came out and Lucky Scent has it. And it's a cool bottle and, and getting a little bit of a press. And I was curious about this one because it has natural musk. I don't know what that means, but I'm assuming, you know, that's one of the Real reasons deal. why it doesn't get reissued. Because He's Ameri- he, he produces here in America, right? He can do that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But it has lavender, chamomile, hay, cumin, mushroom, natural musk, and C-Rex. And just trying that, we have just like this tiny little amount. And just trying that, it was just like, oh, man, this is incredible. And uh, I don't know. So going into 2024, I may reshape kind of how I go about collecting. Because we were never wanting to be big collectors anyway. It just kind of happens. But um yeah, I see the value of decants. I see the value of just kind of writing out some samples and really just exploring those fragrances that truly move you. Yeah, I've had I've had very intense experiences with the Amouage Atars. Yeah, all of you them. love those. Yeah, I love Oris Pecan, Incense Rory, and Vanilla Barca. Mm-hmm. I do think Incense Rory is my fave. That is wow. Yeah, I I just I loved it. Did you have any other like major discoveries this year? I mean, sorry to go back to what we just talked about, but La Stray for me yeah. was like, this is what I've always wanted. It, it fulfilled a dream for me. And I, like, I also, I love that, like, I love the concept of the fragrance. If you had just shown me the note pyramid, I would have been like, oh yeah, I want to smell that. But then it's like, it's Ava Gardner and, you know, it's a film noir girl. Ava Gardner is very special to me. She's been in like some weird movies that maybe aren't technically very good, but they hold a special place in my heart. And then you gave it to me for the 10th anniversary of Mm -hmm. our first date. And so it's like, how magical. All of those things coming together. Good. So it's very special to me. Um, I also, I I want to mention um, transportative experiences this year. Strange Love was amazing. I really couldn't believe how different those were you know i i i understood why they're priced the way that they are it's not like smelling a regular perfume going no. back to what you were saying yeah it's just yeah it, it's it's they're gorgeous fragrances and they're you know i i couldn't wear the oud one or not the oud one but the um the ambergris which i can silence by the sea that was the only one that yeah, I, yeah. I, I just too much for me, but the other ones are just oud and whale vomits a lot for the average person. Yeah, yeah, tree rot and whale vomits. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, speaking of twenty twenty four and things we may do different, what do you see in terms of trends? Okay, so we were like laying in bed talking about this the other night. I think that fragrance is going to be a way to connect to nature much more Mm -hmm. i think as people and more are more and more desk bound as there's less nature available to visit you know time spent in nature is just this resource that's very luxurious not very attainable for a lot of a lot of people and um 
I think that it's also, that's a facet of, of this, but I also think a facet of nature forward fragrances is going to be people are learning to extract um, new smells out of, you know, different plants and herbs, you know, learn. Even extinct ones. (laughs) 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 And, you know, maybe just um, even playing with the way that earthy notes can interact with other things i think that um that that's going to be a big trend yeah bog witch fragrances i hope so i hope so i i think that for me and there's there's a couple things on my list and this is probably more wishful thinking but i think that as more people are becoming aware of fragrance thinking of fragrance in terms of fragrance wardrobes instead of just having a perfume or a cologne or whatever you may call it and i think that we've had this rush of oh hey we're having fun we're doing fruity gourmands and we're doing these hyper realistic comfort scents of you know like vanilla cake and and all this kind of stuff i think that people are going to start gravitating to to more mature scents, more um, refined, more luxurious, because I think it's also kind of entry-level luxury. Mm -hmm. It's a way that people can add something luxurious to their life that maybe they can't in terms of like, you know, a jacket or a car or something else. So you can get a fragrance and add a little bit of luxury to your life and have some something to kind of brag about or talk about or and I don't think that's going to be um kind of like a kitty fragrance where it's just like smells like juicy fruit. So do you are you seeing like more classical type formulas? No, I just think that people the people that are have uh, gravitated towards fragrance during the pandemic and the post-pandemic you know, rush and, and, and growth of fragrance that got into vanillas and got into cloud and Baccarat and all these mm-hmm. kind of like comfort scents. Yeah. I think they're going to want something more. They're going to want to stand out because you don't want to smell like, I was walking in again, like Target or the mall or somewhere the other day, and this is happening more and more where I was walking behind these three, like 15 year olds and they all just smelled like, cloud times 10 or gloss au or you know that type of realm of fragrance and i think that as you get into your late 20s and you're getting serious jobs and you're going on serious dates and you're hanging out in serious places i I hope so you're not going to want to smell like a 14 year old you know it's like you want to project a certain esteem a certain luxury luxurious type of presence you don't want to smell like yeah and i agree it's, it's also not about um it's not about price point it is about scent profile yeah no exactly and, and so it's just like that's happening more and more like we, we you know nearby where there's an outdoor mall and a lot of kids running around things like that you smell a lot of those kind of like typical uh Fruity Bath and Body Works. Yeah. Okay, I have a prediction for next year. I feel like Bath and Body Works or maybe Victoria's Secret, you know, those kind of places where uh, suburban teenagers of my age 
got their fragrances, I feel like those companies are going to create their own like niche adjacent line or yeah. product line. I can see that happening. Yeah, kind of like the. I mean, Bath and Body Works would be stupid not to. Their Privé lines. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, even like when you go in there and they have like the gentleman scents and all that kind of stuff, they have they have some elevated scent profiles. I mean, obviously, you know, Lush is a great example. I think mm-hmm. because yeah. Lush has some really interesting fragrances, and then you know they're priced kind of high for that target market, but. Um, yeah, I just think that people are going to, that's the next thing. Because not only is it because you want to elevate and you, you start to learn to about fragrance a little bit more and detect things, and, but you want something different. You know, you don't want to wear the exact same thing that 12 other people no, you know, are wearing. No, I think individuality is going yeah. to be, be important. Um, I think people are still going to do vanillas. Um, I think they're probably going to do a lot more gourmands are still going to do well i mean that wheel's been or that train's been left the station it's churning it's trucking down the line they're still going to keep doing it um i think you'll get some different nutty profiles and some spices and things like that that's nice um i don't think the vegetal vegetable vegetal gourmands will ever take off i think there was some thinking that people don't want to smell like dinner no like come on like a beet fragrance is like cute, but ultimately beets are a strong fucking smell and they smell like dirt. Yeah. Nobody wants to smell like that. Like I keep seeing people say like savory gourmands are going to be the next thing. No one wants to smell like dinner. Bottom line. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> but even though, you know, you look at the, like the beet, a lot of the beetroot fragrances, they either get sweeter or floral. And because that earthy note is so strong. And you look at, um, uh, what's the DS and Durga with the green, green pepper? Oh, Bistro Waters. Yeah. Yeah, that was good, but it's a little savory for my it, taste. It's a little savory, but even then it's kind it's of like, buried in all these What yummy of... salad were you making? <laughs> it's still buried in like citrus and aromatics. So, you know, it's like, yeah. I think those things, in the end, it ends up being kind of what it always has been. And, and kind of like how vanilla always has been as well. We went so, like, with vanillas, we won't try and go, like, hard dry, like, with deep dark vanilla and all these people tried to do this kind of, like, earthy vanilla. I think that, you know, the pendul- pendulum never swings to the middle, so we were doing all these cakey sweet vanillas, and then we went to this, like, hard dry. And it's going to all come back to these vanillas that have kind of how it's always been. It's always been a base ingredient. It's always added a little bit of comfort and sweetness. Um, and that's just going to always continue. What else do you think is going to? Uh, okay. So I told you, you know how, like, because weed is legal now, there's all these like kind of millennial brands that are like, you want to smoke marijuana, but you're scared of drug dealers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like here's. You can get this gummy delivered to your door and here's one for sleep and one here's one for productivity and here's one for having sex. Mm-hmm. I do see that expanding a bit into fragrance and I do see it taking, you know, what's always sold. I do think like um, fragrances that are meant to be worn for having sex are going to be a thing. Maybe not next year. Maybe the world's not ready for it. Mark my word. In, in the next five years, there will be 
I think at least some luxurious line will be like, this is our sex line. What's the song when you want to have sex? I think and it intensifies the experience. Yeah, it's it's going to be desi- designed like, and and it will be true. Like there are fragrance, there are notes that like, you know, maybe smell better when they heat up on your skin. They'll be designed to be experienced that way, and I think it will be uh, cringy. It will be gimmicky, but it'll also be kind of real, and it's going to be fun. So I'm excited. I think that what even reinforces that theory is the fact that. And I'm basing this on how many times I see uh, content creators that we follow talk have to answer questions from readers mm-hmm. about fragrances with pheromones or the oh, quote unquote yeah. pheromones. Yep. Exactly. You know, that that's something that, that marketing has always been there, but now everybody knows pheromones is mostly bullshit. So then that market needs to find some other way to selling a dream. Yeah. To sell that dream. And I think you're, I think that's a great point. I think, I think it will also, I mean, we've been talking about all these kind of like, um, there's brands out there that do kind of like the more scientific, uh, you know, I don't know. I can't even think of them right now, but, um, scientific, what scientific kind of, uh, scent, um, wellness type of like you Mm -hmm. wear this and it creates a kind of calm or mood type of enhancer fragrances and i think that yeah that's the the next logical step is like let's really amp this up you can get a vibrator in in the section of walgreens where you buy your pads yeah so i just i don't see how this won't happen yeah stocking stuffer alert in (laughs) case anybody you're running late you already got the sex perfume. White elephant party. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to get a candle and you're in Walgreens. <laughs> um Yeah, I think you're I think you're probably right. But I I think you're absolutely right in the sense that it will start I mean, I I'm sure it already has on a goop. I mean, somewhere in goop there's got to be some kind of like sex perfume. Oh, they have all kinds of powders to to take or whatever but and it's it like honestly that, market, i think those are it... bullshit i think that like sex fragrance would actually work so mm-hmm. i am I'm supportive of this idea yeah i, I bet that... you'd see better results with marissa zappa's sex potion fragrance incoming marissa we're waiting to see it rather than you would with <laughs> with goops uh 70 sex powder yeah and i'll bet on that i i'm i um second that bet I don't know, what do they call it when they when you like double down on the bet or i don't know all right so that's a good one so look out for sex fragrances <laughs> okay uh let's move on to sense of the week this episode's running really yes long. <laughs> oh wow yeah hey you know what it's the end of the year yeah hopefully people are have like long long commutes home or plane ride home they can listen to this what did you wear this week I wore, obviously, Lastray. I won't talk about that more. I've already talked about it so much. Amazing. Makes me so happy every time. I love it. Thank you so much, honey. Best Thank husband you. ever. Um, I also wore, a, a sort of similar, another gorgeous white floral, Melody de l'Amour by Ducita Parfums. This is the most beautiful peach, gardenia, tuberose, and jasmine scent. And the reason that you and I like it is that it takes on the kind of um, buttery 
corn tortilla tones mm-hmm. that Jasmine Sandbach can sometimes. Yeah. And um, sometimes that can be a little bit gross. Sometimes it can be amazing. And it's just the right dose of amazing. There's also peach notes here that make it feel like a little bit watery. But it's such a sentimental fragrance. And I feel like, you know, Gardenia is a, a scent that is typically associated with mothers. This is my first year of motherhood. I bought this fragrance to commemorate my first trip away from Henry when we were in New York earlier this year. It's always going to be special to me for, for that reason. It's always going to remind me when Hen- of when Henry was a little, little baby. Um, love it so much. So happy with it. Uh, also, I also wore Discernment Musk edition yeah. by Dale Gerard, which we've talked about already. I really hope more people check his brand out. It's really cool. And it's just endlessly wearable. There's not a situation where I wouldn't feel great wearing Discernment Musk. Yeah, I agree. And discernment, just the regular one too, but discernment musk is really special. I wore that a lot this week as well, and I wore it in combination with another fragrance that you also wore a little bit, um, was Musk Ravager by Frederick Mall. Oh, yes. I, we, um, on my birthday night, we went out for cocktails, put on Frederick Mall, uh, Musk Ravager, which you had worn at one point, and I was just like, man, you just, what a great, what a classic. It's a legendary fragrance for a reason. It's so good. Uh, but I spritzed a little discernment musk on top of that, and I was kind of getting that every now and then. And it was just, what a great combo. The other one that I wore a lot this week, and I just, I love it so much, is uh, Jasmine Kama by Rainier J. Oh, yes. Um, you know, we purchased it while we were doing an episode a few episodes back. And that is a, that's a fragrance that you got to be careful with a little bit because it can just like, how project big time it's very earthy gritty animalic white florals talk about sex fragrances it that yeah yeah it's called jasmine comma for a reason it's the kama sutra oh yeah i didn't see what do i know i don't know anything (laughs) (laughs) but it is such a gorgeous fragrance and i'm so glad that you bought that on a whim no regrets it is so stunning i actually wore that last week too since it was on the tray yeah. I love um, it. Well, that was a quick uh, highlights from the tray. Are we ready for the game? Yeah, let's play the game. Let's do it. I have just sprayed Jane's first fragrance in the last version of the game or episode of the game of the year. What are you, uh, what are you getting here? This first smells impressions. like a medical office and leather furniture. Mm. Smells like the color navy blue. Oh, I like that. Sort of smells like a new car. It's very, like, masculine, kind of soapy, kind of fougeres, but there's also something kind of leathery and wild going on here. Yeah, definitely. It's it's big and it's deep, kind of brooding and romantic. Yeah, definitely. I had to place this in a time period i don't know whether to put it in like 1984 <laughs> or like i look Civil forward to war you. era yeah so you're either riding in the cavalry or in a delorean exactly yeah, so. <laughs> exactly that is exactly the vibe um completely i look forward to you maybe testing this on your skin Okay. Because that you were asking me earlier today, what are you wearing? It was this. 
Oh, okay. I sampled it. And, and I you just... got like real evasive and weird. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a strange answer. <laughs> I asked you what you're wearing. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay, well, now I know. Can you give me any more hints? So the note, it was uh, created in 2017. Um, this brand and the perfumer, the only, this is the only fragrance registered to their name. And that I could find. Okay. Um, the notes are galbanum, mint, okay. green tea, pine tree, carnation, oak moss, smoke, leather, olibanum, patchouli, and vetiver. Crazy, girl. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it smells really good. Where would you wear it? It smells like corduroy. Like, texturally, it feels like corduroy. Where would I wear it? This feels really masculine to me. Mm. Like the men on Outlander should be wearing this. Not me. <laughs> I honestly like I can't see myself in it, but it's something I'd love to smell on you. Hmm. Well. Give me more. Um, there's not much to give you. I can tell you the brand name uh, in French translates to pocket knife. Cool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It is Cateau de Pouche. The nose is Paris Sifa, and it's called Fumabat. It mm -hmm. was made in 2017. Can you spell that for me? F-U-M-A-B-A-T. Okay. They sell it at uh, I think Lucky that's a Scent. Pokemon, honey. I can no, look it, it up in my is. Pokedex. Can you check your po Pokedex, please? Um, I'm going to show you a picture of the bottle because it is beautiful, and if we were making a fragrance... I would like to do a bottle like this. Oh, hell yeah. Isn't it? That's cool. Where did you get this? Uh, I just always see it on Lucky Sense site. And it's just, did you I, get I've it seen on, some other people reference it here Did you get it, it all sneaky-like? I, I didn't know you. I get things sneaky-like. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that is, uh, would you buy, sample, or pitch? Uh, it's one I would love for you to own. I, like, I honestly, it's not that I don't like it. I can't see myself. It's too masculine for it's me. It's probably too masculine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is really leathery, patchouli, but pine tar. It's sexy. Yeah, it's nice. It's like a dark brown. It belongs too. to a fantasy realm of masculinity. Yeah. Pirates on a ship. Something. Okay, so... There you have it. I guess that's not fantasy. That actually happened. <laughs> My turn. I have just sprayed Jeff his first scent from the game. This is one of those things I want to just like disregard all the stuff I said about only buying the fragrances that like spiritually move me and all this kind of <laughs> bullshit. But this smells so good. I know what this is, but I you don't. Do, yeah. yeah, I mean, I this is a very familiar scent to me. This is me trying to nudge you into getting back on track on what really matters here. Not that I don't like the fragrances that you talked about earlier, but this has been high on our want list for a long time. Oh, see, but there's like 30 things on our want list that we want. This Okay, but like we've done several reevaluations of our want list over this year. Yeah, and is this, this Carity G? Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah, this is good. Kara E.G. This is by so Maison d'Etto. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 rosy, but it is so scratchy and so thorny. And oh, 
This is a signature scent. This is like, if you're a rose fan, and there's a lot of rose fragrances out there, but if you truly want to stand apart, you want to span, uh, uh, smell chic, you want to be what people are talking about and asking you what you what your fragrance is, and you can have that little coy smile. This is it. This is an amazing, beautiful, gorgeous, scratchy rose patchouli. Is there oud in there? There's not. Uh, the listed notes are oh. Turkish rose patchouli, lily of the valley, you've been on lately, yeah. and amber. Um, but I definitely feel like there's some spices there. It's sort of that spicy um, rose patchouli sheep, kind of like Portrait of Lady. As the perfumer is Carlos Benign. Oh, yeah. Carlos Benign. This is big and rich and powerful like portrait of a lady but is so much denser and so much more like ambery and scratchy like it's a lot less powdery a lot less it's a lot less like i don't know this is this is a gorgeous race i love it so much it's a it's a buy i'd wear it going out it's a date fragrance. It's an event fragrance. It's a dinner party fragrance. It's probably not a work fragrance. You know, you don't want to wear this to the office, but wow. What do you think about it? It's Tell absolutely me. stunning. I mean, I mean there's a reason. Give, give the thought. reason why I wanted to put it in the game tonight is because, you know, talking about all of these new things and kind of going rear year in review i do want to i did want to redirect our focus on something we've been we've been into this for a very long time and sadly like i'm we are on the very last drops of our sample yeah this is a need it's kind of buttery you know it's got that kind of like also lily of the valley kind of white floral i don't it's such a beautiful fragrance it feels outdoorsy it feels dewy it feels dirty feels earthy it feels absolutely worth the money you know it's like there's a lot of fragrances in the the higher end where it's just kind of like but it's like this is this is the value right here this is top shout out maison detto bam you're all of your perfumes down the line fucking great yeah carity g's one of the best and um you know, I think it's actually Karat. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've heard her say that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, but we've been calling it Carity G since we, you know, <laughs> talking about. Well, it's like but about I was thinking horses. About it today. It's like a, it's an equestrian fragrance. So I think of carrots. Yeah. What do you feed horses? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that's very funny because you do. I yeah, I saw that on an episode of Mr. Ed once. <laughs> Dating himself again here. <laughs> All right. Um, time okay. for bed, Grandpa. Time to yeah. Time to go to number two. I have just sprayed Jane's second scent. Thoughts? This is a bit hard for me to detect. I I felt really anosmic to it at first, but now it's coming out in this kind of like clean, light white laundry musk. Mm-hmm. There's also something kind of warm and vanillic going on here. I'm not sure what that is. The impression is very sheer um, and musky, not overly heavy. 
something kind of floral going on here. Mm -hmm. It's really pretty. Are there any citrus notes present? Not really. Okay. Yeah, it's it's petally and delicate and feminine. I guess I can see this on a man. It's a very like um irisy, orisy makeup powder type smell as it's opening up. Um let me smell it on the blotter now. I don't love it. It doesn't make an overly strong impression on me. It feels really hard to grasp. Uh, maybe if you're somebody who liked really light scents or you worked in a really restrictive work environment where you couldn't couldn't wear loud fragrances, but you still wanted to wear something special because I can feel the intentionality here. I can. I can tell this is a fragrance somebody put a lot of thought into. It's maybe just not hitting home for me. It's a new release this year. I'm going to give you some notes. Lotus, tea, rice, cashmere wood, musk, and oud. Oud, really? Yeah. Interesting. That's weird. It comes through a little bit more in the dry down. Yeah. It's still like, does this feel hard to sense for you? It does, especially on opening. Yeah. Still? Yeah, it's just not really doing a lot for me. It smells very barely there. Okay. Let me just tell you. Yeah, just tell me what it is. It's um it's Oud Pagode by Chapel Factory. Oh. Yeah. So you do have like some secret stash of new samples. That just came in like two days ago. Keeping secrets from me. Yeah. So the <laughs> it's what makes marriages work. Wait. <laughs> well, I have to say I'm that don't impress me much. You Shania did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sad. I didn't know that that um you had that. I I did know that they had that fragrance out, but I was thinking it was gonna be a little stronger, you know, based on their other scents, uh, which we are big fans of. But this feels I, I wonder how it'll feel in like March. Or maybe yeah, even maybe like, we're just not in the right yeah. season for it. You know, we did just smell like carrot EG, which, which was is like a oh. bomb. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. my bad. Chapel I do Pack smell Pack. it wafting in the air. It's nice. It's, just... it's it's a pleasant scent. I really, I I wore it. These came in yesterday. Okay. And I tested it a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, it's nice. And as through the day, it was like, oh, okay, you know, it's it's a very light scent. So, all, all right, right. your turn. Number two. I have just sprayed Jeff his second scent. It smells a little like um, fruity cocktail to me. Okay. Some vanillas. Or I guess just a vanilla. Um, a little bit powdery. I can. It's one of those, that maybe because it's a dabber, that it's like I feel like I can smell it, but it's not. I can't smell it at the same time. Really? Can, okay, can I don't can you love smell it, it on me? Yeah, it's strong on me. Yeah, it smells very powdery to me. Well, it's definitely it's from a perfumer that we love, but we've never really been into this. We haven't really even checked this out because it's just not a scent list that we'd be into or no pyramid we'd be into. Yeah, it smells a little um it smells a little bit like jelly beans to me. <laughs> Or maybe, I can see or that. maybe like yeah, um, snow sure. cone at the fair. Yeah, very sugary. Yeah. When you're walking, you know, they always have that 
part by the midway or whatever that has all the f the food stands and you have like elephant ears and snow cones and stuff like that. It smells kind of like that. It's a little too fruity for me. Do you want me to tell you the note list? Yes. Uh, the notes are latex, sugar, lemon, heliotrope, whipped cream, sugar, mm. rose petals, tuberose, honeycomb, cacao, and tonka. Man, that is like that is definitely a note list that I do I would never like. I don't want that. I I, I <laughs> have to say, smelling it right now, it smells really good, even though it's not my vibe at all. It feels kind of nostalgic for me, like playing with my dolls. It does feel a little bit like that, and I tell you this: the Tonka's coming in now mm -hmm. and kind of saving it. Do you want to know what this is? Is this? Um, I think I know what this is. This is um, Marissa's. Yes. Yeah. Annabelle's uh, birthday Anna, yeah, cake. Yeah. 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 Okay. It was never meant for me anyway, but. I mean, I think for a lot of people, this was their introduction to Marissa. And like, we didn't smell this until pretty recently. Yeah. No and hate. I know this was this was a collaboration with her and the astrologer, astrologer Annabelle. I think is it Gats. I can't remember, but she's the astrologer for Vice. Love her column. Um, so she was going off of what her birthday cake would smell like. I get it. It's you know it is definitely not anything I would ever wear. It's not my obviously my style. But as far as you know, sometimes, especially in the game or stuff when we're out smelling, you know, testing fragrances, we run into a lot of fragrances that dial up the sweetness and the cakiness and the gourmand. Mm -hmm. And this, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, in the sense that you're walking through Target and or, you know, areas where there's a lot of like teenagers and they're wearing these really bold kind of gourmand vanilla sweet fragrances this doesn't see now i'm starting to get like some muskiness to it there's a little bit more earthiness i just needed to rest a little bit and it's a lot more palatable it still wouldn't be something i would wear but i can see why it's so popular definitely it's it's very well done if you like those i honestly i could see sense. you wearing it like occasionally yeah just definitely yeah i mean it's little comfort scent. It's a definitely a comfort scent. Yeah. So I think sample, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. There, Marissa has several scents I would probably buy before this one. So, and we have already quite a few. Okay. Third fragrance, please. Yeah. All right. Here you go. I have just sprayed the final scent for Jane of 2023 in the game. You're in your freak era. <laughs> this is booty barnyardy. Like a bobcat in heat. I mean, what's like this smells like a papillon perfumery, artisan perfumery. It smells a bit like Salome, but honestly, a little bit more crotchy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I'm kind of regret letting you put this on my skin right now. This, like, it smells a bit like crotch. It smells like if I was, if I cracked open a wasp's nest and, like, got to the center of where the queen wasp was, I think this is also what that would smell like. Yeah. Demonic vibes. 
I don't like who's wearing this. I mean, somebody, I'd somebody who lives alone under a bridge. It's probably my life Hagrid. after I start wearing it. Is that was that his name, Hagrid? <laughs> From Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah, somebody who lives like alone in a hut. He had his dog. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's like also beautiful. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's. It gets so much better. As no, it, I understand. Yeah. Like. You know, those things, all these things that I'm saying, they aren't turning me off. I, I hope anyone who listens to this podcast knows that when I say something smells like crotch and trolls. And Hagrid. <laughs> crotch, troll, and Hagrid. I'm still on board. Yeah. It's really some of the main uh, notes in the Jane Aldridge Pyramid. <laughs> My name's Jane Dashley. I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, Yeah. I would say own it, whatever. It's gorgeous. Beautiful. Um, it has cassia, violet leaf, myrrh. Cassia? I'm sorry. Cassia? Yeah. What is that? I mean, I'm guessing a flower or something. Okay. It's, it's, you know, sounds like a flower. Osmanthus, mushroom, narcissus, acacia, leather, abram, abramamine. I don't know what that is. Some kind of amber. And pine tar. No crotch. Did Hagrid make this? I, I, you know who made this? Christopher Sheldrake. You know who he is? No. The house perfumer for Serge Leton. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's made most. He said, let's take this off Maine. Yeah. This is a specialty fragrance. Yeah, it is. Um, where did you procure the sample? Is this from Lucky Scent? Lucky Scent. I think it's only available at Lucky Scent. Yeah, this is gorgeous. And maybe this I get person. that mushroominess though. Yeah. And you know, like I said, do I want to smell like? Do I want to smell like crotch troll and dinner? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <please>. <laughs> I love it. You know what? I love a polarizing experience. I love something that leaves me with more questions than answers. This is, um, I guess, Rock by Roberto <laughs> Greco. Called Rock? It's R-A-U-Q-U-E. I think it's limited. It has that beautiful bottle that's yeah, like yeah. this. Smash, yeah. Uh, same called, as Oya. Oh, oh yeah, it's called uh, Rock. Is this next one called Crotch? <laughs> it's not called Crotch. I mean, it may translate. To, no, it doesn't translate. I can't remember what it translates to. but. Um, yeah, it's okay. a it's a. When I started seeing people talk about this, who's our one YouTuber guy that always has like the drapes behind him and the tray? Oh, I it starts with a P. Name? He's he's very he's good at what he does. Always has a this. I think was his scent on. of the year. Oh wow! Or one of them. He loves this. He has a. I haven't watched the YouTube video, but I I do know that he loves this. Um, just a couple other people mention it. it. It is, and mainly because I guess you know Roberto Greco only releases fragrances every once in a while. They're usually limited, and um, they're experiences. And I wanted to see how you experienced it. Honey, what do you think? I am just getting used to it, but I love it again. This is 
this is what I want out of a, a fragrance. I want this kind of like, I don't know, there's a world in here, you know, and it's, you know, it may be Hagrid's, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to practice my spells <laughs> and um, I would say something about wand, but you mentioned crotch so much that I think maybe wand's off the table for right now. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay, is it? It's your final scent now. It is my final okay. scent. Try and follow that up. I have just sprayed Jeff his third scent. I um, you know, we've just traveled to the world of crotch and roses, and <laughs> now I have this, and I don't know. I, I it, it's not that I don't think it's good. It kind of is this a net fragrance? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Hater? You think I'd net you during the game? I wouldn't do that to you. It's uh, it's kind of nutty. Yes. There's some yellow florals, maybe. There's a little bit of like a fruity note to it. Not really citrus, but I, I don't know. There's some really heavy like synthetic notes like a, a synthetic vanilla thing going on here i don't know Nah, i take that back there's weird stuff there's weird notes here is there is there ambergris in here no no do you want me to tell you the i'm going yeah, to tell you the, the notes note because list, like because this is kind of weird it's like it's it very off... it's very weird it the notes are tatami pine mm -hmm. rice absolute okay the rice is what i'm smelling peony bamboo Kodo ritual? What does that mean? Cedarwood? Sandalwood? It's the spell I'm casting with my wand. Out <laughs> oh. by Hagrid's. Oakwood? Roasted green tea? Tobacco? Gayak? Incense? Vetiver? Musk? And amber? Huh. It's a Mio scent. Mio Fushioni. Really? New release this year. It's new release this year? Yeah. That's the kind of the reason I brought it out. I'm like, I didn't realize it was one of his new fragrances. Is it so Sony? So yeah. Okay. Songi. Sogni? Yeah, Sogni. This is his uh love letter to Japan. I get it. You know what? Here's what I when when rice gets toasted, when the, when there's like a toastiness to the rice note, that's when I like rice notes. <laughs> if if you drink toasted rice tea. Yeah. It's like world of difference. No, it's really, really like. And now that it's kind of like drying down and it's kind of in this earthy kind of riciness, you do get the tea. It's it's a little smoky, like not burning smoke, but just kind of like wafting smoke, like from from a candle or like a light incense. It's a sample for me, to be honest. Like, yeah, I I didn't. Love I don't think it. I'd wear it very often. The rice is very overpowering. I gotta yeah. tell you, I'm experiencing a very intense push and pull over here with Rock by Robert Greco <laughs> from earlier. It's um, distracting me. I want Veronese. I like Viol Viori Violinari. Violinari. Um, there's another one that um, God, I can't think of the name of it right now. That's so so good. Yeah, Mayo has like. There's like six solid like 
I want those. And so I'm really yeah. happy with Maoblio and Odor 93. Odor 93's like that's so, to talk about so funky s- scents that take you places. That's a, that's yeah. an amazing scent. That's this ha- one takes that's me Hagrid's places. Tuberose. It's just not a place I I would often want to go. It's it's pretty. But it's not where I'm at right now. Clearly. Yeah. Give me the Haggard Cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we had two standouts. Yeah. Yeah. Kara EG. For sure. And. Rock. Oh, from the whole game. Yeah. 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 I thought you liked two of mine. You just liked one. Um. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. We're we're done for the year. We can go on vacation now. Thanks for listening to this long rambling episode. Yeah, well, I don't know if it is our longest, but it probably is. It feels like it is. Yeah. So, and there's so much gold in here. I'm probably not going to edit that much out. So, uh, thank you again, everyone. Have a wonderful holiday. Have a great new year. Thank you again for listening. And of course, anybody has any questions, thoughts, anything, email us at hello at fragrophilia or contact us on Instagram or TikTok via at Fragrophilia. Thanks so much, guys. Bye.